0: what's up guys this is katie johnson here with digital journey if you're a person that's wanting to learn social media maybe that's just for you personally maybe it's for your business this is the right place for you all right hey guys welcome to digital journey we have here james donovan james donovan is the driving force behind 92 media james specializes in streamlining b2b interactions and he offers concise insights Demystifying the Power of LinkedIn. So James, I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thanks so much, Kaylee. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. Well, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your background and how you got interested in LinkedIn and what what your kind of role is in all of that?
1: Yeah. So I don't know how far back you want me to go, but um, I started this company four and a half years ago. I was working for um, a advertising company in Toronto and doing some work there. And I actually ended up getting laid off uh, around the summer before COVID. And a couple months later, I decided to start this company, um, not expecting the pandemic to come into play. So terrible time to start a marketing company. That's always the yeah. first, budget, first budget to go. Um, so started running Facebook ads, ads for people, um, had some issues with Facebook, and decided let's transition, transition more to like the b2b platform and working with other businesses directly so um started reading a little bit more about linkedin developed a strategy there for some outreach we initially started working with commercial cleaners on linkedin because it was during the pandemic they seemed like the most uh, obvious companies to work with two were still open um did that for about a year and then quickly realized they were very restricted to about a 40-mile radius for Mm. who their ideal clients were. Started thinking about who can work um, nationwide, who can work remotely, as that was the direction the workforce was going in from the pandemic. So, kind of randomly fell into the accounting space. Okay. And ever since then, for the last three and a half years, I've been working with accounting firms, and we're doing all of their outreach for them on LinkedIn and we're targeting other businesses for them to sell their high-ticket services like fractional CFO, tax planning, monthly accounting, um, and it's all done through LinkedIn.
0: That's awesome. That's super, super cool. So, you said you had some issues with Facebook. So, that kind of drove you to choose LinkedIn specifically?
1: Yeah, that's right. There was um, – we were, we were testing out some different automations at the time. Um, I think it was probably – a a blend of having two Facebook accounts, an automation tool, adding people on Facebook. Um, next thing I know, Mark gave me the the lifetime ban on Facebook uh, up until about <laughs> like a year ago or so. I was using another friend's account and then um, was able to eventually kind of get that transitioned into mine. But I did lose like, you know, 25 years of <laughs> friends and, and photos Ooh, and everything that was goodness. on that, uh, that account. So was, I was kind of, Forced into LinkedIn as the next place.
0: That's insane. Wow. So what would you say are some unique advantages or opportunities that LinkedIn offers for marketers um, compared to other social media platforms?
1: The targeting for B2B is incredible and I think highly overlooked on LinkedIn. It's amazing how targeted you could get for who you want to get in front of on LinkedIn, especially business owners. So for example, our accounting firm, if they're looking to get in touch with HVAC companies, we can target either nationwide, state specific, that's common on most platforms. But getting in front of owners, founders, presidents, you can choose how long they've been in business for, how long they've had that title for, what their company headcount looks like and how active they are on the platform. That makes it hyper-targeted to get in front of your ideal prospects you wanna speak to. And then that way, when you start reaching out to, say, 100 of those people per day, you know they're going to be active because you can check that they – one of the filters is that they, they posted on LinkedIn in the last 30 days. So that alone tells us they're checking the platform more often than someone who maybe logs in once a month.
0: That makes sense. That's a lot of tools. Very, very, yeah. very cool. I bet, I bet that's overwhelming for some people entering – into it, seeing all those specific um, things that you can narrow down. So do you have a couple top ones that you think are really important when you're trying to narrow it down? Or would you say they're all equal?
1: I would say the active,
0: like their activity levels
1: in the last 30 days is really important. It's going to drop your overall search um, by a lot, but that's fine because, you know, it's again, hyper-focused. That's one I would look at job titles of who you actually want to speak to very important. And then how long they've either been in that position or how long they've had their company for there's definitely some targeting you can do, where you may get in front of someone who just started their business, say two weeks ago, or they just created their, their account. Probably not the best fit, like on a, on a larger scale, not saying that person wouldn't be a good fit kind of the one off, but in general, they're probably not a great fit. So if you can focus on people, I always like to go at least three plus years in business, three plus years in that position. And they've been active on LinkedIn in the last 30 days, you're likely to have a really solid conversation with someone.
0: That's awesome. That's, that's really good to know, because LinkedIn can definitely look overwhelming looking at it all and knowing, oh my goodness, there's so many people on there. I don't know who to reach. So that's, that's really, really helpful. Um, How important do you think networking and relationship building in LinkedIn is? Um, for fostering connections versus cold outreach and how do you how do you approach that
1: yeah it's huge Um, I mean I always say to our clients and prospects are speaking to and um, the more of the right people you can speak to consistently on a daily basis the better off you're going to be because more and more people now know what it is you do and the problems you solve so if you're consistently getting in front of those people who have common pain points that your product or service solves you're only benefiting what you're doing. You're not telling people what it is you do. You're almost doing them a disservice. And the more and more people you continue to connect with on LinkedIn, if you think of it as a longer term play as well, like SEO, every time you add new people, you're building up your network there. When you continue to post content, comment on other people's posts, add value wherever you can, You're always redirecting your profile back in someone else's newsfeed, which can in turn bring them back to your page. And if you set it up properly with all of your contact information, now they're going back to your sales funnel and hopefully they'll book a call with you. So continue building your network on LinkedIn and um, you're going to get a lot more, more sales opportunities and continue to grow your business.
0: That's awesome. What do you, you mentioned a profile. What do you think if you could give a couple things of that people really need to make sure they have perfected and dialed in? What would a couple of those be for your LinkedIn profile?
1: Professional headshot, a relevant okay. cover photo of what you're doing. A lot of people either have nothing on there, so their profile looks very boring. They send out a connection request. They're like, I don't want to accept this person. Like, there's nothing that stands out about them. So have have what it is you do. Ideally, the problem you solve right in in your cover photo. Have your contact information. Um, far too many people are afraid to give out their information, but how is anyone going to get in touch with you if they're interested in your services? Have your phone number and your email on your page, ideally in your cover photo as well. And I would have in your your bio section exactly what what you do. So your elevator pitch. Um, there's a really cool feature that's often overlooked as well: the pronunciation section that you can do on your mobile app a lot of people use that to pronounce their name really boring way to use it you have about eight to ten seconds use that to pitch what it is you're doing or invite people to look at your page or invite them to schedule a call with you so it adds a lot more animation to your profile um and then have a calendar like where people can get in touch with you i would say those are maybe five or six the most important things. And that's all above the fold, which is super
0: important. I love the idea about the name inflation because people will listen to that because, you know, we're curious. But being able to have that extra, it makes it even more personal, which I think is really, really cool. That's awesome. That's great. So a lot of our listeners on here are small business owners or entrepreneurs, um, you know, with only five years of experience. Maybe maybe they're new to even LinkedIn, um, but they have a good business going. What advice would you give to someone who's just starting with the LinkedIn market?
1: Just starting with LinkedIn, first off, get your profile set up so that if if someone was to come across it, you look like the leader in your space. That's number one, because any outreach you're doing, it's all going to come back to your page. And if your profile looks very boring and it's not selling itself, it's going to be hard to be taken as a, as a serious business owner. It's going to be hard to be considered for for that hire, for that contract. Next, I would recommend using the free month trial that uh, Sales Navigator offers on LinkedIn. And then from there, just start filtering and playing around with the filters to find figure out who's my ideal client, put in those filters, and from that list, you're gonna get on the right, just manually go down the list and start messaging these individuals. Ideally, other, other profiles who are also premium users because they're paying to be on the platform, they're investing to be there. They're more likely to see your message faster than someone else. But at the, the lowest scale of it without any automation and all the tools in a team, spend 30, 40 minutes a day, just going down that list and kind of cherry picking who your ideal clients are and send them a message.
0: That's awesome. No, that's, that's really great. Really valuable. How often do you think how important is posting consistently on LinkedIn and making sure you're creating organic content, when you're specifically using LinkedIn for a lead generation?
1: It's huge. Um, that's something we're starting to encourage our clients to do a lot more because you can't just send out messages to people all the time. But if you're also popping up in their news feed, providing value, taking polls, asking questions, commenting on your competitors' posts, commenting on um, you know, other businesses' posts, you're again providing value to your network, which in turn, when they get a message from you, it's going to connect and hit a lot more, but also from a prospecting standpoint, every time you take an action on LinkedIn, it is going to pop up in all of your connections, news feed that you either like to post that you commented on something that you post something. So again, you could always redirect traffic back to your page and when set up properly, they can just go through that sales funnel and book a call and, uh, you know, you're now you're again you're having more qualified conversations based off of that those consistent actions. It's boring, it's not pretty, but that's the stuff that um, that's the stuff that converts and gets you paid.
0: That's amazing. No, that's that's really good. Consistency is the key, and being willing to put in that effort, even when it feels like nothing's coming about, that's what's really gonna really gonna get you and drive people to to your business. So I think that's great. If you could say one thing to the listeners, one tip, one piece of advice that we haven't gone over, what would that be?
1: Don't quit. Um, I I guess you kind of just touched on the consistency, but consistency really is key. It is a long-term play. So just Just think of it that every single day you're planting these seeds and you're watering them and you're just continuing to grow that garden. And the more you can get out in front of your ideal audience, the more people are gonna know what, what you do but you're also going to get feedback on what types of messages don't work. Biggest thing I would say is just like peak someone's curiosity with a really short message and kind of agitate the pain point that, you know, your audience has far too many people are sending novels in their, their cold messages. That doesn't work. And I think everyone who's probably listening to this has a ton of messages in their inbox that it's terribly long. It's they're replacing first name, they're replacing company name and it's all about them. Have a conversation, be a human with them and see if you can help them. And if you can continue on the conversation, but enough with the novels, like just two to three sentences max.
0: That's, that's great. And that also saves, you know, us time. We're not having to, not having to worry about coming up with novels. You know, we can, we can be genuine and real. So I think that's, that's really valuable. So where can our listeners find you? What platforms are you on? How can they reach out to you if they're wanting to learn more about any of that?
1: LinkedIn. Um, it seems like the obvious answer. <laughs> right. um, so James Donovan on LinkedIn, Instagram, we have a business account there accounting leads now. Um, I would say those are probably the, the two, I guess, I guess, Facebook as well. We're, we're on Facebook. So nine media or my personal profile, James Donovan, now that it's back. Um, <laughs> knock on wood, Mark doesn't have anything to do with that this time around. But um, yeah, I'd say those are the three platforms and, and would love to have a conversation with anyone about prospecting on LinkedIn if, if they want to reach out.
0: Awesome. And we'll put all that information in the bio. So if you all want to click on there, if you don't have to write it all down. You can reach out that way. James, thank you so much for having having uh, for coming on here. I learned a lot and it was really great talking with you and hearing all that you're doing. It's super exciting.
1: Oh, I appreciate that, Kaylee. Thank you so much for having me on as well.